Well, how is everybody doing today? Welcome back to another fine, fun edition of Borderline Texas Trash, baby. I'm your host with the most, baby. The most recognizable voice in podcasting today. I'm your good old friend, Uncle Boo, baby. I am here to get funky like a monkey on some ton of greens all night long, baby. Mm, we're gonna pot it down and get funky like a monkey up in this bitch. How is everybody? Of course, I'm your host, Stephen Booth. And this is Borderline Texas Trash, my friends. Can you believe this is episode 80, mother loving two? Two, 82, man. Man, I'm still going strong. Still building, still building, guys. It's going good. Well, I hope everybody's had a fine, fine Thanksgiving. I know I sure did. I got pretty fat. Pretty big, gained about 5,000 pounds in a day. So, I hope you guys uh, didn't overdo it like old Uncle Boo did here. But, yeah, it was a good time. Went to my sister's, like I always do, uh, for the Boo side of the family. We all met over there. and Then we went to uh, the kid's aunt's house. My uh, wife that passed, her family, they still get together and do stuff with us. So, we went over there, too. So, it was a good time, man. Yes, it's a very good time. Kid had kids had fun, eating away, eating anything they wanted. Usually on uh, functions like that, I don't tell the kids what they have to eat. I let them just eat whatever on Thanksgiving because that's what it's about. Family and food, I guess. No, it's about family, but food too. But anyways, I hope everybody had a good time. Hope everybody uh, isn't... Uh, killing themselves trying to do some black friday shopping so that's always good i don't know if the crowds are that big like they used to be because i went to walmart this morning to get some stuff because i always make a christmas town and there was still black friday stuff so maybe their crowds just aren't that big anymore or something i don't know but if you're out there doing that today hey good luck excuse me well i hope everybody like i said i had a good friday i mean had a good thanksgiving today is friday and like I said, I'm going to put this out as soon as I'm done recording it. And it should be a fun show today. I got some good stuff lined up. Stupid news. Uncle Dickie's going to drop by. We go back in time today to 1965. And then, you know, I always cover the uh, New York mob. But I never do much on anything else. So, what I'm going to do is break down the... Uh, I'm going to go over the uh, Philadelphia mob. Because I always go over the New York mob and all that. So we're going to start dipping into the Philadelphia mob. So don't worry. I got you covered. And I think that's it after that. So it should be a good fun show. Good fun times, my fraggly little friends. Well, I guess if we're done. Oh, and uh, if you hear anything in the background, that's a dog's fight. And I've already kicked them out of the studio. But one dog stayed in, Reed, you know, he's my boy. He's got to stay by daddy's side. But the other two are outside playing. So if you hear something, they're running up and down the hallway playing like a bunch of banded poochies right now. So, But, like I said, we would get on with the show, guys. Let's start out with some stupid news. What do you say? Okay, we will start out with Tennessee. In Tennessee, a truck carrying about $4,000, $400,000 worth of uh, Jack Daniels spilt all over the highway. So they had a lot of people licking the highway the other day, not letting that Jack Daniels go to waste. No, but seriously, there's a big old uh, boxcar, or boxcar, box trailer full of, uh, you know, uh, some Jack Daniels whiskey. To be distributed, and when they, I uh, guess, was hauling it, the guy was going too fast, and he uh, turned it over, and everything inside pretty much broke. So they had whiskey all over the place. That would have been a big mess. You think of all the people like, oh my God, look at all that jack on the ground, Jesus. All right, let's go to number two. Uh, BMT, you know what BMT is? It's the Black Entertainment uh, Station. 
they uh, got to, got together with some. I guess the their the peep. I guess they got together and did like uh, on the, some BET show. They did, made some announcement saying that they was going to break the world's longest soul train line in Harlem, New York. Uh, on a certain date and i guess they had a lot of people that responded and showed up they had 536 36 people which is the large largest soul train line in history so that's a new record that's pretty cool i remember that old show as a kid growing up man that show was pretty cool man well too i'm a white guy so we don't have a lot of uh funk and r&b in our life and I, I liked watching. I enjoyed it. You know, they'd get in the line and come dancing down. It was pretty cool. You ought to see a little white kid like me trying to imitate them. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But, yeah, it was a good show. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Had some good music, good performers on there. And in number three, uh, in Florida, a human uh, a human arm washed up on the shore and no one knows whose it is. All they're going by is a tattoo that was on this person's arm. And I think they think it's a female's arm. I'm not for sure. And number four, we have a Colorado man burns his house down using a blowtorch. Yeah. Dumbass. Way to go. This is why some people don't need to be on earth. I mean, I'm not trying to say I'm better than you or smarter than you, but come on, man. (laughs) Who the fuck thinks of... Hey, man, I'm going to do some spring cleaning. I'm going to get rid of these cobwebs with fucking flame, with a flaming torch. That's what I'm going to do, a blowtorch. Wasn't a good idea because apparently the curtains caught on and then just, it just went from there. So, yeah, don't be a dumbass and try to knock down cobwebs with a blowtorch. Get a fucking broom out and knock them down that way, dummies. Just saying, you might save your house. I mean, some people, it fucking cracks me up. Then number five, in Russia, ooh, get this one. This one's kind of creepy. It isn't real funny. I didn't laugh. But it's just, you know, kind of one of them weird news headlines. A Russian actor was crushed to death by a backdrop that dropped on him during his performance. (coughs) And they had to stop the show. Yeah, it happened in a performance, apparently. This guy was doing his part, whatever it was, singing or talking or whatever. But he was his part. He was on stage, and somehow the backdrop fell. And when it fell, it fell forward and fell right on this dude and smashed him. And I guess half of his body was still sticking out. And at first, they didn't think nothing about it. But after about a minute, they didn't let him sit there long. But after a minute, apparently, they were like, holy shit, he ain't breathing or talking or nothing. It stopped the show. So they stopped the show. And yeah, he he died on impact. I think it crushed his ass and broke stuff. And yeah, pretty bad deal. Could you imagine being at a fucking show and seeing a back backdrop drop on somebody and they died right in the middle of it? Yeah, that's pretty creepy. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, stupid world news of today. I'm, I try to get more, man, but sometimes I just don't get enough. Sometimes I get a lot, but I get what I get. I'm going to try to get more of them, though. So, But this part of the show is brought to us by Security Finance. Guys, don't forget, you need any uh, loans. It helps with your taxes when they come around. Go talk to my friends at Security Finance here in Minerals, Texas at the Brazos Shopping Mall. And uh, when you go in, ask for Carrie and tell them Uncle Boo sent you from Uncle Dick from uh, Borderline Texas Trash. Or you could give them my real name, Stephen Booth. But don't tell everybody. Man, I've just got the hiccups this fucking morning. I just can't quit, but I'm in a good mood. Let me get a drink, and we will switch over and go see what Uncle Dickie's doing. He took some time out today to uh, fill us in on what he's been doing with his Thanksgiving. And thank you to everybody who is liking uh, my Facebook page, 
So, because, yeah, need to check up on it. Because, like, yesterday I put out a Thanksgiving um, picture with me and the kids saying happy Thanksgiving. So, go check out my uh, Facebook page, uh, Borderline Texas Trash, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's time to go see what that old crazy-ass coon in Louisiana is doing, old Uncle Dickie. What do you say? It's your good old friend, Uncle Dickie, baby, the most recognizable voice in the old podcasting world today. Mm. Hope everybody's ready to get funky like a monkey on some turkey greens, baby. You know what I mean, baby. You know how we roll down here in Buffalo, Louisiana, down here in um, Pleble Chows, baby. Mm. Hope everybody had a good, great Thanksgiving, man. Hope everybody had some good old times with their families, and I hope you're still getting together. This whole weekend is nothing but just Thanksgiving and family. And putting up the old the old the old Christmas tree about this time. See, I, I'm kind of like my aunt, my cousin. I don't uh, 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 put up my Christmas tree until after Thanksgiving. So, you know what that means? I'm not going to do it after Halloween like a lot of you people do. You crazy. You bunch of crazy people. But it's okay, man. Be you. Put your tree up when you want to. Put it up after fucking 4th of July. <laughs> I'm just giving everybody a hard time out there. But I hope everybody's been doing good today. This is your good old friend, Uncle Dickie, baby, from Boothville, Louisiana, in my plateaus. But it's been good down here. We, uh, everybody started coming in, um, uh, on Wednesday, on Wednesday, you see. Everybody comes in on Wednesdays. And they, uh, some of some some of them stay till uh, Sunday. Some stay stay just for dinner on Thursday. But a lot, majority of everybody stays Wednesday night, and then we have a big old dinner for Thursday night. You know, Thursday for Thanksgiving. You know, like some foosball. <laughs> Speaking of foosball, Jesus man, you fucking cowboys. You know, your 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 team loses. And then my goddamn Saints, man, they got that ass kicked by the fucking Bills last night. What the fuck? I mean, Jesus, man, my my little LSU team sucks this year. LSU, man, they sucking ass. I'm, we got a new coach coming in sometime. Don't know who it's gonna be yet. No one said nothing, but I'm keeping my ears on it. But I can say, at least my LSU Tigers are doing better than my uh, Uncle Boo, Uncle. Then my cousin, uh, Uncle Boo's, uh, team, the Longhorns. <laughs> but, yeah. It's all good, though, ladies and gentlemen. My team will win in time. But, yeah, we, uh, everybody got to get together. We ate, watched the football yesterday, played around, uh, went out, did a little bit of hunting there. And then, uh, sorry if you hear that noise in the back. The dogs are all just being crazy. Uh, but, yeah. We uh, had had fun. We had, I had. Well, we went. We have uh one one person that fries up the uh, turkeys. Then we had one. Well, I and I I smoke at least one or two. We usually have one or two fried, about two fried, two smoked, and that's about four turkeys. And that usually feeds everybody. And then we have some ham, and we usually just kind of make more food with the leftovers after that. Make different stuff with it. But it's all fun. Uh, today's Friday. We're uh, all getting up with that uh, stuffed belly hangover, you know, from eating too much yesterday. <laughs> but 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 it, 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 it's all good, man. I, I just I just love the getting together with the family and all that and everybody's good food and just good good old times, man. But today we're just being lazy. We're going to have a little shindig later tonight. Going to get a big old bonfire going. We usually do that on a Friday. We get the bonfire going. And then usually uh, tomorrow, uh, people start waking up. I'll cook a big old breakfast and everybody start heading back to back to their homes and all that since uh, Thanksgiving's over. But hey, man, we're going to get together today, put up some Christmas ornaments, and have a good old time doing it, babies. It's... Uh, 
it, it, it'd be a good time. Me and the kids love it. We kind of do what uh, my cousin does, uh, Uncle Uncle Boo back home. Back in back home. I ain't from Texas, so what am I saying that? But anyways, my uncle Buck, my cousin Uncle Buck, Uncle Boo from uh, Texas, he has a, it's a Boothville, his village. Well, we do a village too. We're going to be putting that sucker up today and all sorts of good stuff. Hey, will you guys give me a minute? These dogs are really getting on my nerves. I'm going to have to go kick some dogs. Oh, I'm sorry about that, everybody. I'm back. Well, with all this commotion, people coming in and out, everybody's starting to wake up and all that and get woken up. I've been up since 6. I got up and started cooking some breakfast on the big old black stone. <sighs> yeah. Cook some bacon, some eggs, some hash browns, some grits. All sorts of good stuff, man. It's, 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 it's real good, real good food. Real good breakfast we had this morning. But yeah, the dogs have been barking people coming in and out. Well, because a lot of my cousins, since I, I have a big house, but I got some room, usually what they do is they let the uh, the adults stay inside and they bring no campers and put the kids inside so the kids would be out there. <laughs> but that's usually what they do. Some of them come into campers and all that. But anyways, I got the dog situation figured out now. But yeah, it, it's been good. going to be good time today. Good time tomorrow, and everybody be uh, leaving tomorrow, so I'll cook another good home, go home breakfast for everybody. But other than that, man, excuse me, it's just been a good old time, man. Had a little homemade moonshine we've been passing around. See, that's one thing I like right there, is a lot of me and my cousins make homemade moonshine, and we all have our, our own different uh, uh, recipes, you know, and we all can make some pretty good whiskey. Some, we can make pretty good moonshine, babies. It'll start your car right up. <laughs> but yeah, man. It's been really good. Really good time for Thanksgiving. And I love it and I enjoy it. And there's just nothing better than being around family about this time of year. I'm just glad I'm not getting some of that cold front like my brother. Like my brothers in Texas got this morning. I hear it's pretty nipply over there, cuz. But we are staying warm down here. We're going to have to finish having a good old Thanksgiving. Like I said, we're going to spread some Christmas cheer today with this, uh, with this here, but we, uh, I think it's going to be good all day long, you know, but you guys, I'm glad you listen, and I just want you guys to, to thank you, I just want to thank you guys for listening to my cousin's show, and, and, and listening to me too, but it, it's all good, I'm thankful for that, I'm thankful for my family, Thankful that everybody's still here alive after that big old Huracana came through and tore everything up. But hey, we we getting it all back together and everything's finer than hell, babies. But I just want everybody to know this is Uncle Dicky and I love you guys very much. Thank you guys for listening to me and thank you guys for listening to my cousin. Don't forget to listen to listen to us now on all our platforms. But this has been Uncle Dicky, guys, and and and, and I. I, I'll see y'all later. I hope y'all had fun. And we had fun getting fun getting like a monkey on some ton of greens, babies. But this has been Uncle Dickie. I will see you guys later. You'll be good now, you hear? Well, that was Uncle Dickie. It's always good to hear from the old Dickster. <laughs> oh, I hope you guys are enjoying the show so far, man. Well, you know what we got next, guys? We are going to go way back in time to 1965, babies. Let's see how they lived back then. Well, we know how they lived. We're just going to go back in time and see how much everything was. See what was hip back then. See what was cool. Yeah. And I picked 65 because I know I've done like in the higher 60s and low 60s, but I've never done like in the middle. So it ought to be a fun uh, to go back way, go, go way back time. Sorry about that. You got a little lip tied. <gasps> See, I got the god dang hiccups, man. It won't fucking stop. <sighs> okay. Let's, uh, like I said, go back in time to 1965. All right. Let's see. The top movies of 1965. 
All right. The top movies of 1965. I'm going to start with number six and work all the way to number one. And I guess what I'm going to start doing is writing the uh, what were the the movies, what they were about, too. So <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. Anyways, number six, Ship of Fools, The Collector, number five, Darling, is number four, number three is A Patch of Blue, number two is Dr. Zingenvago, and number one is The Sound of Music. I know everybody's had to see that one. I've seen that one, but I ain't seen the rest of these movies. Let's go over and see what the top songs were from that day. Starting with number six. Going to go with the birds with Mr. Tambourine Man. I know everybody remembers that one. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for Steve. Then we have number five, Sam and the Sham, Sam the Sham and the uh, Pharaohs with Wooly Bully, Wooly Bully, Wooly Bully, Wooly Bully, Wooly Bully. That's that one that starts out, seems all. My little Helen, about the thing she said. I know y'all have had to hear that one. And then, of course, here's number three with the Righteous Brothers with Unchained Melody. Guys, y'all have to know what that song is. Especially if you're around my age and you grew up in the 80s when Top Gun was a fucking hit. That's one of the main songs off of that. That's the bar scene where he's like, excuse me, ma'am. Oh, wait, and then Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise comes and is like, I have this, I got this. And he's like... You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. And there's no tenderness like before in your fingertips. And remember right here the whole bar starts singing. You're trying hard not to show it. But baby... Baby, I know it. You've lost that love and feeling. Whoa, that love and feeling. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I know you remember that. Sorry if I uh, hurt your ears this morning singing to you fellas and ladies. Then we got the Beatles with Help. Help, I need somebody. Then we have the Rolling Stones with No Satisfaction. I can't get no satisfaction. <clears throat> and here's uh, the cars of that year. And I will say the Ford Mustang was a hot item in that year. Number six is the uh, Pontiac. Number four is the Ford Thunderbird. Number or five is the Ford Thunderbird. Uh, four is the Ford Mustang Fastback. And then number three is the Ford Mustang Convertible. And number two is the Ford Mustang. And number one is the Ford Fairlane. That was the top six selling cars of 1965. All right, let's go with the cost of living. Back then, a brand new house costed cost would cost you thirteen thousand six hundred bucks. The average income of the year was uh six thousand four hundred and fifty bucks. A new car cost two thousand six hundred and fifty bucks. Rent was a hundred and eighteen. Gas was thirty one cents. Stamps was stamps was five cents. Bread was 21 cents. Milk was 95 cents. And a hamburger, fries, and dessert, like a milkshake or something, was a dollar. A whole fucking dollar. I bought all of this for a dollar, everybody. A whole fucking dollar. Eesh. Yeah. 
That I mean that I, I really honestly think the fifties would have been the best time to live. Just take away the racism and degrading women shit. But other than that, it was fine because you had it was I don't know, just kind of innocent. Rock and roll was still coming alive, coming together. You had the street cars that kids were modifying and hopping up, and the hot rides and. Just the music and the whole culture was good. I'd have loved to live back then. You know, it was just so, I don't know. I guess it. I I think it'd be fun. Because I'm one of the few people that actually got to grow up and be a kid without all this goddamn technology. Because when I was growing up in the 80s, internet wasn't here. Uh, of course, MTV, stuff like that was booming, but... You know, not everybody had computers. Game systems really didn't start coming in big time until after 85. So, you know, I grew up without that where you'd have to go outside and play or call your friends up on the landline and say, can you play? Excuse me, can you play? So, yeah, it's just different times. But it'd be, uh, I think it'd be a lot funner because back then in the 50s, you, you had technology, but you had your basics, TV, radio, and a telephone. That's it. You know, in cars. But I think it would have been pretty cool to live back then. I would have loved it. Well, I hope you guys uh, kind of remembered going down 65. I don't remember it because I was born in 76. So, <laughs> Well, I guess uh, we'll get off with here. We'll get off of here. And we'll start uh, our next part of the show. Next part of the show, guys, is... The Philadelphia Mob Family. The Fito Vento, the Fav... Fav if I butcher these names, I'm sorry, because there are a lot of Italian names. The Favito Crime Family. Okay. I hope everybody's ready. Okay, here is the... We're going to go over the uh, leadership... And all that first. We're going to go over a lot of the... Uh, at first, we're just going to go over bosses. Their underbosses. And all that good stuff. And then, like I said, in future episodes, I'll break it down and cover each person or something like that. That'd be great. Like I said, excuse me if I butcher these names. Okay? Okay, we're going to start out with the historical leadership. The bosses through the years, from 1910 to 1929, the Gassipi Cecilia, Cecilia, he was uh, he he was the uh, boss from 1910 to 1929. He stepped down after uh, after someone tried to assassinate him, so he stepped down. And then from uh, 1929 to 1935, you had Antonio Natale. Uh, Antonio Natale, he got murdered in 35. Within from 35 to 45, it was Gerolimo Evalo. He was deported back to Italy in 1945. Then from 1945 to 55, you had Giuseppe Jolite Bav Bavidino. He was imprisoned uh, in the acting person while he was in prison from fifty five from fifty four to fifty five was Frank Avalano. Frank Scratchy Avala Avalano. He was replaced by the commish or by the commission, which. They had a hand in the Philadelphia mob, too. The, basically, the, the mob in New York put the people in charge that they wanted in charge in different cities. So even though they're in New York and, like, they're in Minneapolis or something, they'd still have their hands in, in every crime family in the United States. Then from uh, 55 to 1979, now this guy made a career out of it. Uh, the boss was uh, Carma Carmen Favi Favito, Big Carmen. He was murdered. And then from 1997 to 1984 was Pasquale Torvamino. And uh, his name was 
Pookie. Okay, he was murdered. And then from 85 to 1994 was John Martestoni. And his name was uh, John Running Bull. But he was in prison in 1991 and he died in 1986. But the active bosses from 91 to 93 was Castano Marino or Marino. Uh, His uh, nickname was Tommy. He stepped down. And then when he stepped down from 93 to 94, Joseph Caparillo was in charge. Cuzzy. Uh, he became the boss. So then from 94 to 2015, Joseph, the same guy, Cab, Cab, uh, Caparillo, he was uh, the boss, like I said, from 94 to 2015. And he was imprisoned in 2016 to 14. He stepped down and then he retired. So basically he spent half his life some time in prison while he was still running the uh, outfit. Then from 99, while he was in prison, I guess, from 99 to 2011, because, I mean, he was still inside making the calls, but this guy made sure everybody still toted the line and did what they're supposed to. <clears throat> They're like, okay, we're going to go over that. From uh, acting bosses, from boss from 97 to 99 was uh, D'Amico Corasso, Corasso, Crasso, he was indicted in 99 and became an informant in 2000. So this motherfucker flipped. He's a goddamn rat. Then from 99 to 2011, you had Robert Lipo. He stepped down and became a counselor instead of uh, the main guy running everything. Well, then you got the acting boss from 2011 to 15 was Joseph Dollar Franco, his name was Greasy Joe. He became the official boss. And then in 2015 till now, he's been uh, running it. But he got indicted uh, in, indicted in 2015, but it was acquitted in 2016. Well, that is the bosses. Now, let's do the underbosses. The underboss from 1911 to 1923 was Salvatero Landon. His nickname was Brim. He got murdered. Then from uh, 1923 to 1925 was Doninko Scrappa, the the crane or the cane. He got murdered. Then in 1925 to 1929 was Antonio Natale. He became the boss. Then from uh, 29 to 35. Oh, I'm sorry. Then from 35 to 45 was uh, Gassipi Baventano. He, his nickname was Joe Light. He became the boss then. And then from 45, he was that dude. He did it for 10 years. Then from 45 to 58 was uh, Russell J. Basia. He got deported. Then from 58 to 79, it was Pasquale Pocky Tavamino. Then after that, he became boss. Then from 79 to 81, it was Joseph Nardo. He died of a heart attack. And then from 81 to 85, <clears throat> it was Pascal Big Pat Mar- Martino. He was in prison in 82. And then uh, the active guy after him from 82 to 84 while he was in prison was Anthony Fagrina. And he was in prison too. Then you got in 1985... You got from 1985 to 91, Salvatore Nestra. His name is Mr. Sal. He was imprisoned and became an informant. Then from 91 to 93, you had Pasquale, Pasquale Yana, Yan, Yanwin, and his nickname was Patty Bricks. He got murdered. Yeah. 
You see, that's a thing, recurring thing here. Have y'all noticed? Not a lot of these bosses ever get to like retire. They either get put in prison and die, or they get murdered, or they just die while they're still boss. Some of you guys really never get to retire and have a good life because, you know, they're mobsters. They're fucking criminals. <gasps> Excuse me. Then from 93 to 95, you had Sassatina, Batista, Nazarar. Then from 95 to 96, you had Robert Lippo, who was uh, Bobby. He became a, the acting boss. Then from 96 to 2001, you had Jared Quistornato. His nickname was uh, Gary the Gwig. He, he stepped down. Then from 01 to 2011, you had Shevin Farrella. He was in prison in 2007 and was released in 2018. From 2007 to 2010, the underboss was uh, Andrew Sonny Lacona. Lacona. Lacina. Lacona. Hmm. Louis. Yeah, Lacona. Then from two, from 11 to 15, it was Michael Massalia. Then from 2000 till now, it's been Stephen Farella. And then I guess while for a little bit of time, from 15 to 18, uh, Park Caparilla, the Pauly Buck, was indi indicted in 2015, but then he was acquitted. Okay, then you had the count the the uh, counselors. These were the guys that they gave their, their the bosses would come to them and be like, "What do you think I should do here? Should I do this? Should I move here? Should I take this guy out? You know, <laughs> all that all that good stuff." Well, in let's see, I'm gonna start out. Okay, 1910 to 1925, it was Salvatore. Mescaliso, his name was the Iron Button Sam. He was in prison. Then from 25 to 29, you had Garlam, Gar, Garlo, I'm sorry, I'm butchering the fuck out of these names. Garlamo Evelo became uh, the underboss. He moved up. And then Cassipi Baventano. He, uh, Joe Light, he moved, uh, he was, uh, that from 29 to 35, but then he, he became the underboss. Then from 35 to 45, he had Russell Basia, he became the underboss. So then in 45 to 55, he had Cameron Favito, his name was Big, Big, uh, Big Carmen. He became the boss. Then Rattino Ronnie the Neck Lazuri, he died of natural causes. From 75 to 79, you had Frank Cardo. He was murdered. 79 to 80, you had Albert Ansero. He was murdered. Then from 80 to 89, you had Anthony Noosa. And then from 89 to 93, you had Joseph Noosa. And then acting... Uh, then in from ninety two to ninety three it was Frank Gertano. Then from ninety three to ninety five it was Pasquale Pastelio. His name was Patsy. He died of natural causes. Then from fifty five to ninety eight you had Stephen uh, Stephen Magoin. The they called him Steve Bell. He retired. Then in ninety eight to two thousand and one. You had Stephen Ferlera, he became the underboss, and then from one to eleven, you had Joseph uh, Francis. His name was Handsome Joe, or nickname. Then from eleven to eighteen was Robert Lippo, but he got induct indicted. Then from two thousand eighteen till now, it's been Michael Massalia. Sorry about that. And have you noticed a lot of the consulaires move up to be underbosses? See, the consulaires, they were just there for advice and stuff like that. So, all right. Our current leadership, let's see. 
the current administration. <laughs> the boss is Joseph Greasy Joe Dallafranco, heavily involved in illegal gambling, illegal gambling rackets. Dallafranco was acting boss for Joseph Caparillo, but became the family's official boss in 2015 when he was indicted that same year for the involvement in illegal sports bets, but was later acquitted. The underboss right now is Stephen Falera, a longtime member of the family. Falera was imprisoned in 2007 for running a massive loan sharking and money laundering operation. He was released in 2018. Then the active counselor is, of course, we said Michael uh, Masali, Babyface Mike. Masali was induct inducted into the family in 1998 along with family members Angelo Alfredi Masalia and was imprisoned in 2003 for racketeering, conspiracy, and card game robbery scam. He was released in 2008. He reported back. He reportedly became a capo in 2010, and became the the counselor of the family in 2018. Uh, says right here the Philadelphia faction, capo Vincent Snoopy Farlio, capo operating downtown Philadelphia and younger brother of underball Stephen Falero. Capo Joseph, Capo Joseph, Handsome Joe Francis, and fluctuated Campo and former counselor opening in Philadelphia. Francis reported controls his crews from a restaurant in the uh, Pisces Square. See, a lot of these guys... Don't really have like a headquarters. Back in the day, they used to use these little things like down here we'd call them bar, but up there they call them like lounges. You know, that's basically it's just a bar. But they'd go in there in the back rooms and conduct their businesses and stuff. And apparently, this guy's doing his out of a uh, restaurant. And first, he was served as an aide to John Montessorti during the 1980s and 90s, but was imprisoned in '92 for running a loan sharking ring. He served as the family's counselary until he was uh, once again indi indicted in 2011 uh, for his part in a video poker machine operation in the back room of several Philly uh, delis. He was acquitted in 2013. And then the, one of the soldiers, Michael, Michael Mangila, Fat Mike, Former capo operating in downtown Philly in the northern New Jersey, Mag Magnolia, was inducted and in, indicted in August of 2018 for marketing and illegal gambling. He was sentenced uh, to four to four or five years. Oh, he was sentenced to five years and five years in prison until 2020. So he uh, should be out. Here is the North Jersey faction. I guess they said that it's because Philly and them are so close. The capo of that faction is Andrew Sonny Ligino. Capo controlling the family's operation in Newark and Cherry Hill. Laganio's uh, cousin, Joseph Lapilio. A fellow capo and his father was former capo Mario Lugano, who was murdered in 1989. One of the soldiers' name is Paul Caparilla, Paulie Buck, former acting underboss. Caparillo was indicted in 2005 along with uh, boss Joseph Della Franco in an illegal gambling operation. He was acquitted in 2016. This is the South Jersey Shore fraction. The Campo, uh, Joseph Joe Crutch, Lalabatilla, controls Atlantic City crew, Lalupatilla. Lupatilla's cousin is a fellow Capo, Andrew Ligiano, 
LaPalo made Philadelphia headlines in 1991 during a racketeering trial when he was violently threatened. The preceding judge and his own attorney in 2017, LaPilo, was sentenced to six years for uh, in prison for overseeing a loan sharking ring. Then the acting uh, Campo Capo, Salvareto Sammy Casamano, a soldier in acting Capo Casamano, was imprisoned in 2004 for exhorting money from Philadelphia 76ers stadium manager under uh, violent threats. In order to record phone call, Capazino told the victim, I'll fucking shoot you a hundred times while you're sitting in your driveway. He he was released, uh, released from prison in 2010. Wow. I'll shoot you a fucking hundred times while you're sitting in your fucking driveway. That's how these guys are, man. See, this is where people think I'm wrong, but I'm fucking right. The mob in your uh, uh, cartels, they're the same thing. They're all about one thing, one thing, money. How can they make quick, easy money? And they don't give a shit how illegal it is. <laughs> and once you start disrespecting, once you start disrupting that flow of income coming this once you start messing up that income that flow of money coming into these organizations that's when they will kill you but these a uh, lot of intimidations and stuff to shake people down and stuff so but i hope y'all enjoyed the old uh the mob stuff because i did i like that stuff well guys i guess it's that time of the show for me to Wrap it up and do some rambling in my normal old man bitching. Well, it's time for my bitch, sec- bitch section. Oh, I can't even talk today. Them fucking Italian names got me all fucked up. Brings out my redneck. This is Carbonito, Carbonito. Oh, well, guys. The world's getting fucked up and being fucked up. I don't know where to start or how to begin or end. I mean, Jesus Christ, we got a fucking president who's worse than any of them. I don't give a fuck what you say. It's numb nuts. It's like farting, shits his pants when he meets people. Uh, doesn't, doesn't ever explain why our economy is the way it is right now, but all people can say is it ain't his fault. But, you know, when Trump or Bush or someone like that was in charge, you ought to blame it on him. But since it's Biden, we can't blame nothing on him because he can't remember his fucking name. I'm just stating facts, guys, so don't get pissed if I'm picking on Biden. I'm sorry, he's a dipshit, you know? I mean, fuck, he avoids questions about why our economy is the way it is, and then he goes, well, would you want to like it was last year about this time around Christmas? Uh, yeah, let's see, it was a lot cheaper, uh, shit wasn't gonna crash like our economy is, but hey, you don't give a fuck. These politicians don't give a fuck about us, guys. I wish everybody would think that and next time it's time to vote man just tell them just i mean we got to use our votes the right way even though it doesn't seem like it makes a fucking difference you know i don't know i'm on the fence about that too i mean because you're gonna sit there and tell me that biden got all these fucking votes more than obama i have a hard time believing that you know i can believe obama got the number one most votes ever and all that, because he was our first black president, which is cool, you know. I'm glad we kind of finally got a black man in there, you know. Wish we could do it more, you know. But anyways, I just wasn't a big fan of him. But for him being the first black president, it's kind of funny how Biden beat him in votes, and I don't fucking see that, you know. But it is kind of funny when the Bush and Gore thing was going on in Florida, the Democrats and everybody was hollering, oh, the elections are rigged. But now it's kind of obvious because how the fuck do you, oh, overnight we found a shitload of wins. I mean, a shitload of points and hey, we won. Yeah, I don't buy that. Sorry. I mean, I'm all for if you're going to win, do it the right way. But, you know, politicians are all fucking crooks. You know, it's just ironic. Everything is just. I was watching a TikTok, like I said, the other day, and I seen a 
girl watching a YouTube video of the new uh, Rage Against the Machine concerts are doing, and they was doing their song, you know, Killing in the Name of, you know, I won't fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. But it's ironic and hypocrite and hypocrites because they're preaching about a song, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me, but they went under the guidelines to make people get their uh, vaccines before they could buy tickets. So uh, how could you sit there and sing a song saying, fuck you, I won't, tell, I won't do what you tell me, but the people in the audience are doing what the government's telling them. You're doing what the government's telling you. So fuck you. Yeah, how you like them apples? I don't know. I just like to bitch on here sometimes. I don't mean to carry on about it, but we got to wake up as a nation, everybody. Oh, and I just wish we could instead of being so motherfucking divided. And what's funny is we let that uh, media and their propaganda machine do it. You know, we just I just wish we could think for ourselves. But they're not going to let us. They want to control you. So... But anyways, I'll quit my bitching about the government and all that stuff. You'll probably think, oh, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Oh, well, I just like to get on here and bitch. Sorry. But I hope you guys have a rest of a good fucking week. Hope you have, you guys that haven't spent time with your family and got to eat your Thanksgiving dinners yet, I hope you do. Hope you get nice and fat. Because I got a lot of, uh, I brought a lot of uh, leftovers home. So, yeah. But, yeah, you guys be good, be real. This has been Stephen Booth from Borderline Texas Trash, or Uncle Booth from Borderline Texas Trash, baby. The most recognizable voice in the podcasting game today, baby. Our numbers are growing. Uh, our downloads are growing. Everything's growing, guys. just want to say thank you. Don't forget, check us out on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, iHeart, Amazon, Pandora. We're pretty much any on any platform. And I'm get or go check out our YouTube channel. And after we get past Christmas and shit, or here pretty soon, I'm gonna start making more videos for the uh, YouTube cat YouTube podcast too. So good news everywhere, guys. Our numbers are growing up. People are liking me more and more, and it's growing. But you guys, be good, be real. This has been. Uncle Boo, baby, it's the most recognizable voice around. We're going to get funky like a monkey, baby, all night long. Saturday night, baby, Stargate. I just, I'm sorry. But hey, guys, it's a, this has been a Booth podcasting production, and I hope y'all have a good rest of the week. Uh, don't forget to check out Ghost Stories Told from the South. Don't forget to check out What's Really Out There. Don't forget to check out wrestling 101 with jackson and don't forget my sports show i do once a week talking about football and wrestling baby <laughs> it's called when sports collide so you guys check the mother podcast out for me we will see you guys later on the flip side be good be real but this has been steven live at 105.5999-246 baby keeping the classics coming see you later hot dog <laughs>